0: Imagine where you would be in 10 years if, instead of avoiding the things you know you should do, you actually did them every single day. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. You can follow Wisdom Worth Knowing on all the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also follow on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Feel free to visit the website at wisdomworthknowing.org. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot org. Can you imagine yourself in 10 years if, instead of avoiding the things you do and you know you should do, you actually did them every single day? I believe this quote was from Jordan Peterson, if I recall. It's shared on the uh, the Facebook page, so that's how all the quotes for the show are selected, depending on the feedback we get from the page. And... I absolutely love this one. so this is going to be a fun topic of discussion for today. The uh, the the idea of small singular steps to head in the right direction is one that requires immense discipline, but it's it's so cool to kind of see these manifest themselves if you actually give this a shot. And plus i also also want to talk about whether you know what our expectations are if we do try to do this so at the core of this is that dirty, ugly little word none of us like called discipline so discipline is well, I'll look up the definition of discipline. I have my own, but let's see here discipline definition let's see what it what the the world is saying it is at the moment. The practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. My goodness. (laughs) That one's pretty aggressive. Or to train someone to obey rules or code of behavior using punishment or corrective. It's all about punishment. Yeah. So I don't like either of those definitions. (laughs) Google is not always right, everybody. <laughs> discipline, I guess you could call it corrective punishment. Uh, punishment seems like a pretty rough word in terms of this. but Discipline is the act of tempering our moods and emotions. And this act of temperance is applying a pressure. I'm not sure if punishment is the appropriate word for it, but it's the idea that we can be consistent with something. And if we deviate From being consistent with something. We do what we need to do. To get ourselves back on track. So that we can develop consistent. Behavior. Over time. And discipline is not a bad thing. You know a disciplined person. Is generally somebody. Who can be reliable. Somebody who can be consistent. Somebody who can be trustworthy. And it's also a great way of. Of maintaining massive projects, like if you're trying to accomplish a large goal that is unrealistically able to be done in a short period of time, then you, you have to have some form of discipline, right? We have to have some way of consistently working at it. And in, uh, an example of what many people may be disciplined at is just their jobs, right? Or going to school you know, waking up at the same time every day and getting to work, you know, that that's an example of discipline, you know, so if you think you're not one of the people who have this, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to, to believe that I think everybody has levels of discipline. And depending on that current level, it's a great launching point for a new area of discipline. So the best thing to do in my experience is to take something we're really good at. So generally we have some area in which we have some consistency. And so then the question is, is how do we pick up that discipline from that area and apply it to a new area, you know, so that we can grow. But before I move into that, we will, uh, we will kind of talk a little bit about the benefits of this. So on the show, I pretty regularly talk about being able to kind of every day take small steps toward what we're, what we want to be in a day, a week, a month, a year. You know, and these small steps that we take can be that discipline. And over time. You start to see growth there, especially if you take like one day a month and kind of value evaluate where you where you started at the beginning of that month and where you are now. It's, it's really good to kind of. See that progress. And then, and then this issue of avoidance is important too because a lot of the times we know what we're supposed to be doing, but we don't do it anyway. And so what I like about this quote, and Peterson's really good about this, and by the way, he writes one of my favorite books, which is 12 Rules for Life. And um, what it is is there's this this cross-sectionality between the things we avoid and disciplines. And if we can find a way to merge the two, if we can find a way to be consistent in our behavior on the things we try to avoid, it unleashes almost like a powerhouse of our potential. Because in most cases, the thing we avoid are, are the basic things like going to the work at the same time every day, going to sleep at the same time every day, waking up at the same time every day, exercising daily or weekly, um, learning something new every day, like a small thing making sure our houses are clean every day. You know like these maintenance things. Um there there could be a million things that you know like man I really need to get that done and then you avoid it every day. And what's really weird about human nature and and I am a I do I'm a firm believer in the natural law, especially at this at this age of my life. Um I'm 37 at the moment. But the natural law basically implies that there's a underlying law of nature that kind of permeates everything and I think part of that is is our tendency or for some reason our bad habit of avoiding the responsibilities that are right in front of us and we spend a tremendous amount of energy avoiding them which is so weird rather than just dealing with them like we will get into wars on social media and uh, with other people and friends and family Because that will give us something to focus on other than like, I got to clean my room today. It it sounds ludicrous when I say it out loud, but I can think of a million things that I try to do every day just to avoid the simple things right in front of me, my simple responsibilities. And so this, this part of the quote where it says, can you imagine yourself in 10 years if instead of avoiding the things you know you should do, so... It does at least appeal to our conscience on some level. Like we do know that there's a set of responsibilities and, and work we need to get done today. But we just, just don't do it. You know, it's like we, we are avoiding it at all costs. And a lot of the times the things that we avoid, the the basic responsibilities we avoid are the most important things. And I get it. There's there's no glory in the drudgery work of everyday life. You know, it's not exactly a mountaintop experience to be to make sure your 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 living room is clean every day or to make sure that you read a chapter of a book every day that helps you learn something new or to make sure that you call a friend every other day or call your mom or call your dad to maintain those relationships. These aren't super exciting things. But these are arguably the most important things. And they're generally the things we avoid the most. Exercise is always the perfect example of this. Because I I do like to talk about diets and exercise. Because it's something that does require immense discipline. And they're very difficult to do and accomplish for most of us. I, I mean, I was able to lose 30 pounds in a year. And it was one of the hardest things I had to do, you know, disciplining my eating habits, disciplining my exercise, disciplining my activity, disciplining my laziness. Like all of these things kind of had were all wrapped up in it. But I do like that the, the 10 years thing here, because if if let's say, for example, we made better decisions about our health every day. And I don't mean just we're perfect about our health. We just made a better decision every day. Like, let's say I decided that I was going to drink water every day, drink more water every day, and go for a 15-minute walk every day. Now, this may seem like a small thing, but if you were able to accomplish this small goal across 10 years, 10 years, there's 365 days in a year. So if you were able to accomplish this every day, you would walk an estimated across 10 years, 54,750 minutes. These small things that we do every day can add up tremendously. And now 15 minutes doesn't seem like a lot, but at the end of 10 years, 15 minutes becomes 54,000 minutes which is approximately 912 hours. And it's just from a small step, you know? And that's that's what I absolutely love about this principle of of thinking of yourself in the context of of a long-term version of yourself. Like when you when you wake up every morning and you realize that you're not just one person, but you're many people, and I don't mean that in like multiple personality disorder. But there are multiple versions of yourself that you're working with every day. There's, there's today, Craig. Then there's tomorrow, Craig. And then there's one week from now, Craig. One month from now. One year from now. Five years from now. Ten years from now. And, and there's a community of you. And so when you make a decision today, it affects all of the future versions of yourself. And if we can make small decisions and make small movements every day for the benefit of, of 10 year from, from now you, it, it becomes the amount of power in that is, is incredible. There's, there's so many things you can accomplish because then you don't start thinking of tasks in, in terms of they need to be done today. You think of your life as a con- consistent investment in the future version of yourself. And so every day you make these little mini deposits into the future version of yourself so that in a year from now, you can look back on past Craig and say, good job, Craig. (laughs) Hopefully. Obviously, we're not going to do this perfectly. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But first, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out because you listen to this show. For a limited time, my listeners can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up right now for this offer for my listeners so that nasty word of discipline the nasty word of temperance which i love that word temperance by the way temperance is the word that it's it's built upon like blacksmithing where they would rapidly heat and cool metal and then they would beat it into submission not submission i guess is the word <laughs> they would beat it into the proper shape or utility so that that metal has a use it could be a weapon it could be a tool it could be anything could just be a, a joint that holds a machine together, you know. And if we look at our, our ourselves as these molds or these materials that haven't quite been beaten into shape yet, we can temper ourselves over time. We can rapidly heat and cool ourselves. We can put ourselves under tremendous pressure, and then we can take huge breaks. You know, to to cool ourselves off. And then we can throw ourselves back into immense pressure. And then really we can beat and form ourselves and our emotions and our minds into something that's incredibly... um, I want to make sure I use the right word for this. That is properly shaped for a specific use. This is even more powerful if you partner with... God, which not everybody's religious, which is totally fine, but if you partner with something that's greater than yourself and you don't make your life all about you, and you, you have this discipline or this temperance process focused on something bigger than yourself, that's even more powerful. And so in order for this to work, we do need to be able to accomplish this goal of doing it every day consistently. And unfortunately, the most powerful things in our lives that that are conducive to our growth are the things we tend to avoid. I don't I don't understand this at all. Other than the only explanation I have for it is original sin. You know, we can we can try to get into the argument as to whether sin exists or not, but the fact that I am my own worst enemy pretty much ninety nine percent of the time to me is proof that sin is a real thing. You know, like this this idea that um I, I am constantly bent. Ag- towards a self-destructive my nature is constantly built towards built bent towards my own self-destruction and the self-destruction of others the self-destruction the destruction of others and then I'm constantly at a battle of forcing myself onto the right path it's incredibly frustrating <laughs> I just I wish this this growth thing and this discipline thing and this doing things well thing was... Was the natural part of myself. But sadly every time I wake up in the morning. It takes an immense amount of strength and effort to go against my nature. And I don't need any more proof than that. I've been around way too long. And I've tried to do too many good things. To genuinely believe I'm a I'm deep down a good person. You know. I mean, I know I want to be a good person and I, and I don't, I'm not trying to self-deprecate myself, but what I'm trying to say is, is that it is not in my nature to be that person. I literally have to discipline myself to be that person. And there's immense joy in, 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 in doing the right thing. And there's immense self-esteem and there's, there's so many benefits to overcoming our nature That I'm not complaining about it and I'm not trying to be fake when I'm disciplining myself. But I'm just accepting the reality that self-sabotage and self-destruction are like what I'm naturally inclined to do. It's really bizarre and frustrating. You know, once you kind of come to terms that your nature is constantly working against you. And it's really hard to find that reconciliation of loving yourself but hating yourself. The self-destructive part of yourself at the same time. It's it's self-acceptance is an incredibly important part of that, you know, and, and you're I guess really all you can do is say that, well, this nature of ours is shared universally amongst all people. So there's no sense in beating myself up over it. I mean, all we can do is try to try to temper it, try to discipline it try to get it to fall in line with our goals and and what we and what we're what version of ourselves we're trying to be. And part of the reason one of my closing taglines for this this podcast is and I and I genuinely believe this is you know every day we just have to work on being the best version of ourselves because if we and we're not going to do this perfectly every day, obviously. You know there's going to be stretches of time in the day, hours in which we fall out of our best behavior, but Even if we can do the best version of ourselves for 15 minutes a day, that's at least 15 minutes a day we were able to pull it off. And that's 15 minutes a day in which we moved forward. And I genuinely believe that trying to be the best version of ourselves every day over time produces immense immense benefits. So how do we do this? How do we how do we force ourselves to do the things we don't want to do? Always one of the most difficult things, right? You know, this discipline thing, it's like, okay, great, sounds awesome. How do I do it? The best advice I can give on this front is I don't do it perfectly at all, by any stretch of the imagination. But this discipline thing, this temperance thing, it starts with small steps every day. It starts with that 15 minutes. You know, like we if we wake up every morning and we spend 15 minutes doing something we don't want to do, then that starts moving us in the right direction. And then maybe that 15 minutes will turn into 20. Maybe that 20 will turn into 30. Maybe that 30 will turn into an hour. And I'm a huge, huge fan of momentum. So it's really, really difficult to get started on things. So it's probably good to start just to pick one thing first. You know, Don't try to tackle all these projects at once. Focus on one. Let's say, for example, for me, here's a good one. One of my biggest triggers for my anxiety and my depression was lack of sleep. And so one of the first things I really had to nail down, and this was about a year ago, year, no, two years ago, was going to sleep at the same time every night. I had to use a combination of melatonin, which is a natural sleep aid because I work with devices all day every day. I work in front of a computer all day every day. So the blue light affects my sleep patterns. Um, And then, of course, if you do have genuine insomnia, you can talk to a doctor about that, what, what some options are. Maybe you need to exercise some to help with the sleep thing. But... What I needed to do is have a consistency in my sleep schedule. And I, I used to think that I was a person who needed like 12 hours of sleep a day. And, and that's not 100% true at all. What I needed was the, the, to go to sleep consistently at the same time every day. And this is something that I didn't realize my mom and dad did when I was growing up. Because they somehow miraculously were able to sleep only like five to eight hours a day. And I never understood how they pulled that off. And what I realized is they they were pretty consistent in their sleep schedules. So what would happen is, is they'd wake up at the same time every day. And then over time you actually cultivate a, a... Your body gets used to whatever you do to it. That can be good things and bad things. Your body adapts and adjusts. So as long as you're consistent over like the period of six weeks, it becomes easier. It's those first six weeks that are a nightmare. And so like you pick the one thing and you kind of you you tackle it. And then once I had a consistent sleep schedule. Then I could start moving into things like, oh, well, how OK, now how can I move into a consistent waking schedule? So I wasn't waking up at the same time every day when I first started this. I started going to sleep and I would wake up in a range of time so then it became like i did with this podcast like well i'll set my alarm and i'll try to wake up at the same time every day so so you see what i mean so you take these small steps and this has done tremendous has had tremendous benefit for me this consistency in my schedule so that's how we get started we just start doing it and and then we, we pick a single thing we focus on it and then, and then we master it. And then, once we feel like we've mastered it, we move on to the next thing. You know, it, it's generally dangerous to try to do too many things at once, especially if it's things we don't like doing, because then we struggle with with burnout. And it's already hard enough to do things we don't want to do. You really don't want to try to pour on a massive amount of things you don't want to do all at the same time. And then, once you do it, celebrate. Stop and take the time, relax, reward yourself in some way for being consistent. Let's say you could, you do this for a week, go out and buy yourself a nice dinner or something. Um, Find a way to celebrate that accomplishment and then get back into it. You know, it's important to stop and reflect and, and acknowledge when you've done something well. So don't get wrapped up in all the things you're still doing wrong. I'm saying this because I do it, by the way. And you will be amazed when you take these small steps every day that kind of move you in that direction. And like I said, or like the quote says, can you imagine yourself in 10 years instead of avoiding the things you know you should do, you actually did them every single day. Every single day. Even if you don't do this perfectly, if you did it You tried to do it every day, but you only did it like 300 out of 365 days. That's 300 days you've been moving in that right direction. And then you're going to develop the habit of of moving in the right direction. And then eventually it'll be autopilot. The hardest part is getting started. Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, we are not going to be the best version of ourselves overnight. All we can do is make these small steps every day to kind of move it, to move us in that direction. So that was a really fun one to talk about today. I've, I've always enjoyed Peterson. He's, he's phenomenal. He's still alive, which is amazing. So we can still kind of listen to the guy and a lot of, a lot of deep wisdom there. You've listened to the Wisdom Worth Knowing Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. Before you go, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network. That includes Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. That helps feed the algorithms and helps the show grow. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Don't forget to leave a review there before you go. That also helps the show grow. Check out wisdomworthknowing.org if you want to follow the show. You can listen to it on there. You can also donate to it or connect to it there. And Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks, completely free for 30 days. My listeners can sign up for that deal right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. So after the show is over, make sure you go do that. I love Audible. And until next time. Can you imagine yourself in 10 years if, instead of avoiding the things you know you should do, you actually did them every single day? So let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today. Because, as always, that's all we can do. Thanks for stopping by. I will see you all tomorrow.